Hello, Cancer. Welcome to Cancer season. Happy birthday if it's your birthday, if you're a Cancer sun, and happy new solar year to those of you Cancer risings, Cancer moons. Welcome to Cancer season to all your Cancer placements. I'm so glad you're here. I always keep uh, the reading for who, whoever is the birthday season um, until the very last one. And I like to do this because it really feels like an offering, you know, a birthday gift, if I could give you that, whoever you are, wherever you are, listening from the future. Um, I hope that anything in this reading uh, serves you and serves your becoming. And as I'm tuning in with your horoscope, I'm really struck by the feeling of new beginnings and having gone through now 11 other readings, the sensation of cancer season in 2023 has landed in my body in a particular way. And it is landing with the resonance of initiation. And your sign, cancer, is part of what's called the cardinal cross. Four signs hold the cross, cancer, Capricorn, Aries, and Libra. And all of these signs hold important quarterly markings of the year, the equinoxes and the solstices. And tropical astrology, what we're tuning in with right now, is a language of seasonal light. It's an earth-based language, and it is a language that orients to the solar relationships and the lunar relationships and planetary relationships as well. But particularly in our path around the sun, uh, these quarterly markings of the year happen predictably and they initiate new ways of being. And in this initiation, as we move into cancer season, the planetary alignments and what's coming through in the solar charts for cancer feels like you have been through a rite of passage and now you are being initiated, you are stepping into a new formulation of your identity, you can see your future in a different way, you understand what you have, what you have to work with, what you have inherently, and also what you want and what you need in very different ways. And so this is a tender new beginning and the the feeling that shows up in my um, intuitive sense for the first week of cancer season as you enter into this period of time is a tender new beginning feeling. It is a very subjective, deep inside your own process, resonating and reflecting with and metabolizing the rite of passage that you have been through. And a rite of passage is always a challenge. It is always some kind of either descent or um, adventure, you know, into the unknown, into a kind of wilderness or wildness and a place where we have to get to know ourselves and our own resources very differently. Over the last decade and a half, as Cancer has received the uh, opposing 
and I would say polarizing energy of Pluto's transit through Capricorn since 2008, uh, the Cancer archetypal body has gone through an immense transformation. And this transformation, I think, ultimately is very much about who you are and how you are, but has been so deeply reflected in the landscape of your relationships. And Cancerian energy is very much about bonding and connection. And the kinds of bonds and connections that Cancer speaks to are bonds and connections that are not always clear, that sometimes can become very enmeshed or entangled, that are not always consensual, that sometimes we need to learn that we can have boundaries within. Um, the organization of our systems biologically resonates with the energy of cancer as the necessity for safe spaces and safe people. We come into this world as tender, fragile beings, and we need care. <laughs> we need shelter. We need some kind of holding and protection. And cancer as an energetic vibrates with this need, and it feels it very sensitively in itself. And a good portion of a cancerian existence, I think, has to do with navigating familiarity and safety and comfort and where is it and what do I do when it's not here? And so the defense mechanisms or the coping strategies that get developed around uh, experiences or sensations that are dangerous, that are harmful, that um, feel like there's some kind of exposure or risk associated with them, uh, sometimes call up you know, our defenses and the ways that we might avoid or hide or keep ourselves small. And over the last decade and a half, you have had to go, go through some kind of process of shedding the protection and exposing yourself, your fragile, tender, vulnerable self to some kind of new environment and just like a crab sheds its shell, and necessarily so because it's outgrown its home, you've had to wait, or maybe you are in the process of waiting right now, for a new sense of container to organize and reorganize around you. But in this period of time, you have grown, and there's been a recognition of the kinds of defenses and strategies and mechanisms definitely within relationship that keep you small, that keep you stuck, that keep you hiding, that have you acting and reacting from places of emotional insecurity or ungroundedness, that have you engaged in relationships and bonding patterns uh, in ways that are maybe not conscious or not consensual or not appropriate, not what you want. And you've had to transform that. You've had to uh, go through the process of molting, of shell shedding, of vulnerability, nakedness in some way, and exposure. And many of you, I think, are, are maybe somewhere in that place right now of going, 
okay, what do I do next now that I don't have these familiar structures of protection? But in this place, there is also an immense kind of freedom and a feeling that your personal volition can get you somewhere. Your intention, your attention, your choices around what you give time, energy, and resource to, what you invest in, they can grow. You've been through some kind of process of intense growth. And whatever that process has been, uh, my hope is, is that it's given you a sense of your own capacity, your ability to choose some elements of your own path. And now as we enter into cancer season in 2023, there's this feeling that the landscape is different. The, the shell that you have been uh, holding yourself inside of is no longer here. And maybe you're forming some new structures for yourself and maybe you are really just in this place of feeling um, both the vulnerability and the freedom of where you are right now. So the first week of cancer season just feels like a wow, okay, this is where I am now. And in this, there is activation for you to make some different choices around where and how you want to go and grow. Many of you are thinking about your futures right now, and you might be thinking very um, practically in some ways about how to design and resource the futures that you want to grow into. It's important that you are thinking in these directions throughout cancer season into Leo season. I'm going to say all the way through October, Libra, Scorpio seasons of this year. This is a really important time for you to be charting your course in some ways, setting your sights on what is uh, upcoming for you. What are your desires? What are your hopes and your dreams? And how do you position yourself practically, tangibly, materially, so that those hopes and dreams can manifest? And to go back to our analogy of your totem uh, being the crab, when a crab sheds its shell, um, it has to find a place to um, be protected while it grows its own protection once again. And so this is a period of time that has this kind of quality, I think, for you, that there is a kind of necessary coming inwards and a need to feel into what is inherent and implicit inside of you and in the connections that you have environmentally and in a kind of larger web of relationship that can hold you during this time of reformation and reformulation. And please appreciate that the space that you are in right now is tender and it's sensitive and it is emerging. And you don't need to put pressure on yourself to figure out how to get where you're trying to go, but it's absolutely necessary for you to hold yourself with care and tenderness right now to find spaces of connection and um, support no space is entirely safe, but safer, you know, spaces uh, inside your interconnections, your friendships, your communities, etc. And certainly inside of yourself and in, in, in your own intention 
for these uh, new forms to take shape, for these new plans, these new visions, and how you want to get there. So don't be urgent, be intentional, and really care for yourself during this time. It's a very potent time, and there's a lot that's happening. The last week of June, as we transition from June into July, is a very interesting week for Cancer. So we have a Mercury-Sun Kazemi, or the superior conjunction, when Mercury is orbiting on the far side of the Sun from planet Earth, and uh, it enters into the heart of the Sun. That's the meaning of the word Kazemi. So Mercury is infused by solar light, and this is happening in Cancer. And for those of you who have your cancer placements somewhere around 9 degrees, you might want to definitely pay attention to um, the days of the transition between the months. So the Kazemi occurs on June 30th. And this is the same day that Neptune is stationing retrograde in your fellow water sign Pisces. And so in this transition space, there is an incredible access that you have to a watery kind of intuition. Now, you're a watery being as a cancer-identified person, but you live in a society, you live in a world that um, literally pollutes its water. You know, there's not a lot of intelligence around uh, how to be with water or to be with the intelligence of water. The intelligence of water is to move down and in. It's to permeate. It's to seep. It's to seek ground and then seek ocean, right? To move towards the spaces of connectivity and collectivity. Water flows. Water, even in its solid shapes, you know, of of ice or deep groundwater or something like that, where it's not moving so much, Um, water contains the essence and the potentiality of movement. And in this space between June and July in this transition period, um, I really want to invite you to seek and explore down and in. Your connections to the ground, your connections to your body, the somatic practice of yielding, might be really supportive for you at this time. And yielding into contact is a practice of noticing and being with connection. And for example, uh, my cat is on my lap right now as I'm recording for you. And there's a way that I can just be here with her on my lap. Um, But when I really feel into her presence on my lap, I'm really feeling how she's yielding into me. And the heat of her body against my lap is something that I can focus on. And I can receive her weight. And I can also yield to her. I can yield to her presence. There's an allowing there and an honoring of the relationship. And in this relationship, we are still individuated beings. There is a differentiation. We are not the same. My cat could get up and walk away. And I could as well. We are making a choice, both of us, to be in each other's company and contact right now. So wherever you happen to be as you're listening to this, notice your relationship to the ground, wherever your body is contacting earth, and really bring uh, curiosity into that relationship and see if you can sense the place of connection. And in that space of connection, notice that you have choice. 
you can move away. You can push against. You can receive and explore and invite. You can surrender. You can yield. You can give your weight to the ground. And in that space of contact, in the recognition of choice, that you are a differentiated being, but you are also in relationship. And this relationship is active, it's dynamic. This is the kind of feeling um, that I hope for you in many areas of your life, especially in cancer season, especially in this transition space with the uh, Kazemi (laughs) and Neptune station retrograde, um, the last few days of June. My hope for you is that with your future plans and your desires and your hopes and your dreams and with the ways that you relate to uh, resources, to money, to possession, to need, and with the ways that you relate with others in your relationships and with the ways that you relate with all of your uh, activities and projects and responsibilities, that you can come into a space of relationship that doesn't involve you leaving yourself, that feels active and dynamic and fully, uh, f- fully rooted in choice on some level, that you can be in choice. My hope is that that is a sensation that you can locate for yourself and that you can practice. That even in the spaces or the relationships where it feels like there's not a lot of choice, I only have this amount of money and I have this amount of bills, not a lot of choice. Oh my gosh, I'm stuck with these people. (laughs) Not a lot of choice. I have to do this thing because I already started it. Not a lot of choice. Even in those spaces, can you bring yourself into the contact with whatever it is that you are relating with and to? Can you feel the dynamic exchange of energy and information that's there? Can you locate just one tiny potentiality of choice? And it might even be the choice of your own perspective the choice of your own energy or your intention. And in that location, can you feel your own sovereignty? We are absolutely entangled with one another. We cannot escape gravity. But in the ways that we relate with gravity and with the earth, we can bring so much attention And that will entirely shift the ways that we relate with gravity and the earth. We don't want to take it for granted. We want choice here. We want aliveness. This is the feeling that I have for you in your own self, in your body, and in all of your choices and in all of your relationships. This would be the ideal um, at this time, this kind of practice, this kind of awareness. On July 3rd, we have a full moon in your opposite sign, Capricorn. And a full moon is always an opposition between two signs. So the sun is in Cancer and the moon is in Capricorn. And this is an opportunity to reflect on the dynamic nature of all relationship. As your opposite sign, Capricorn, represents your, reflective, your reflection 
and particularly your reflection through the other. And however you perceive an other, whether that is a human being or a non-human element, the relationship is a space of unfolding and also reflective potential for you to know yourself more deeply and for you to know your choices more deeply. This is a full moon that is asking you to know your own choice potential. It's a full moon that's asking you to feel into the sense of the future, which way do you want to grow, and in the ways that you relate with the outer world, with the external, with the other, or with any others, what are the subtle nuances that will change the trajectory of something? And you know that a very subtle shift can change an entire organism. Paying attention in particular ways every day over the course of several weeks will change the quality of your attention onward. Right? That's the whole reason to practice meditation. It's not to sit down on a cushion for one day and have 20 minutes of bliss. It's to show up every single day and practice steadying your mind and connecting your mind to your heart and your body. And over time, that has a, an effect. It builds a cumulative residue. The ways that you relate influence the shape of your life profoundly. You know this as a Cancerian being. This is a full moon that is asking you to feel into the choices of your relationships and your relating. It's asking you to feel into the necessity for differentiation and boundaries, to honor and recognize the sovereignty that you have, that other beings have, and to be in the dynamic creative space of choice. You can respond to choices other people are making. Can you be response-able rather than reactive, right? Unconsciously reactionary. The more that you can tune in with your own sense of safety and your bodily autonomy, uh, the holding of your own spirit, the holding of your own heart, the more flexibility and freedom you have to make choices that really serve the outcomes that you are wanting to get to. The day before the full moon on July 2nd, we have the first of two cancer season workshops with embodied astrology. As you know, cancer is ruled by the moon. And so our workshops this season are uh, aligned with the lunations and both the full moon and the new moon on July 17th are very powerful lunations. And for you as a Cancerian being, the moon <laughs> is your guide. You really want to pay attention to how the moon is moving. And this full moon, uh, as I've already mentioned, brings in themes around choice and relationship, but requires you to feel into your own holding, your own container. If we can't, you know, feel our own edges, it can be really hard to feel our reach, right? How far can I reach? How far is safe? What's even possible, etc. 
So on July 2nd, uh, Bridget Hickey is joining us to facilitate a workshop that they're calling Architectures of Protection. Just in the title, right? <laughs> this is what we're working with. Bridget is going to guide us into a meditation and exploration of the Cancer Capricorn axis in the body, the bones and the holding structures of the body, and the soft fluid contents. And through this exploration, they'll lead us to resonate and reconnect with the invisible intimacies that hold us, that nourish us, whether these intimacies are with guides, guardians, spirits, ancestors, helping spirits in the unseen realms, whether they are with uh, the elements in our environments, the sky, the earth, the plants, uh, other beings that you share space with, or aspects of your own being. There are ways that you can connect to your own architectures of protection and hold space for yourself spiritually, subtly, and energetically for a transformation and reemergence to occur. Now, all embodied astrology workshops are curated for the time. And so I'm going to say they're like, they're perfect for this time. If they resonate with you, then they are for you. But there's a, a big underline on that because this is cancer season. And so this workshop is really for you. And so please, in whatever way, maybe the workshop is it, uh, as you move into this full moon, and I'm going to say the week leading up to and the week following the full moon, your energy and your awareness is so deeply sensitive during this time. You are very, very impressionable. You also have a heightened access to your intuition. It is a really powerful time for you to tune in with your inner guidance. And it is a very supportive time for you to call in, um, again, the resources that you need and all kinds of resources that you might be calling in, the resource that you need in order to grow into whatever this next shape is about. And I want to say that, again, like the crab, you are doing this dance right now. You are in this kind of process of you have released the old environment. You've released the old container, the old protection. And you're in a space right now where, like a mollusk, <laughs> like a shell creature, you have to build your own protection again. And this is what our uh, crustacean friends teach us. They teach us that we can let go of what is cramping, too small, not quite the right fit anymore. And we can expose ourselves to the elements. And then through creative collaboration, right, through the intelligence of our bodies and our own instincts and our own intuitions, but also the resource of the environment, we can build new homes for ourselves, new containers for ourselves. And this is very, very deeply what it feels like you are doing in the week leading up to and following the full moon. Now, after we uh, get past that week, and so we're looking at middle of July here from about July 11th onwards, there's a pretty remarkable shift in energy. And it feels to me that at this point, you have found something internally. You have connected with some space of intuition. Uh, emotional qualities are more clear. You are guided. You are moving forward. 
And over the course of the next uh, many weeks and months, you're in a space where you are doing the work of resourcing. And I've mentioned the word resource now several times, right? So the word itself uh, asks for an RE prefix like remember or recollect um, with source. Now, what is source? Source is power. Source is potentiality. Source is nourishment. Source exists in so many spaces. And from middle of July until early October, you are in a space of resourcing. And this means that you might need to withdraw um, your attachments to certain sources of support. It may become very clear, particularly around that July 3rd full moon, it may become very clear that certain sources of support are not nourishing you or not nourishing you in the ways that you need. That withdrawal leads to some other kind of approach, right? That's the nature of movement. If you move away from something, you are moving towards something else. If you move towards something, you're probably moving away from something else. And so as we get into the middle of July, moving towards Leo season, there's an increased sense of personal power in your chart, clarity of choice, a kind of inner courage or boldness and passion, and a discernment in your mind that you can access to help you organize and orient with what is really going to be supportive for you. What are the sources that you want to resource from and with? And then over the next many months, you're engaged in some kind of project to help yourself become uh, more deeply resourced. Now, Cancer, you are a relational being, and as much as you need food and money and shelter and, you know, many other basic needs, on a bonding level, your body as a Cancerian body resources very deeply in relationship. And the theme of relationships and clarifying relational contracts is a really huge, like resounding theme the last week of cancer season. This is a period of time that asks you to remember the lessons that you have learned over the last decade and a half, this rite of passage that you have been through. What did you need to release? You uh, maybe still have some neural pathways or patterning that would have you going after the same things or engaging with the same kinds of behaviors. This might be a time that makes it very clear and explicit that those behaviors now need to change. Those resources are not feeding you anymore. There may be uh, important issues around values, particularly in relationships, potentially particularly in relationships with friends, perhaps with partners as well, where there's some kind of misalignment. And there's a necessity to go through a process and whatever this process is ideally brings you closer to your own heart, closer to your own truth, and closer to your own internal resource. It's important to remember, especially around this period of time, that 
trusting and safe relationships, true intimacy gets developed through ongoing negotiation of rupture and repair. The relationships that are really going to go the distance with us are not relationships where everything is just nice and easy all the time. Those relationships uh, probably don't actually have a lot of true intimacy in them. Intimacy and trust get cultivated when we make mistakes with each other and then show up for the accountability and for the healing. It is built when we can be messy with one another and vulnerable and exposed. And so as you navigate this period of time, I really want to encourage you to feel into the quality of your connections and investigate the layers of intimacy that are present there. If you are not able to push away, how will you know your own choice to be close? Right? My cat is still on my lap. Half the reason she's on my lap is because I'm just letting her be there. If I was like clutching her and squeezing her so close, like, Abby, don't go. You can bet that she'd be trying to get away from me. How are you feeling in your own connections these days in the space of sovereignty and choice and connections? And what happens when inside of your relationships, the necessity for differentiation emerges, when conflict arises? What happens for you there? Do you uh, run and hide? Right? Do you pull out the claws, you know, close up the shell, batten down the hatches and get ready for battle? Is it possible to be both and? To be both protected and vulnerable? To be safe and exposed? That's a question. I don't have an answer. But I do have an idea that the protection and the safety that can help you uh, be vulnerable and exposed and not shut down your heart or sever connections unnecessarily is going to come in large part from you. It's going to come from your own sense of anchor, your own sense of stability, your sense of connection and interconnection uh, in a much broader sense right, with whomever and whatever you can really draw support from and through. The new moon on July 17th is a very powerful new moon. It resonates deeply in the collective body. Uh, it brings up a lot of emotion. I would say it heightens all the themes that are present in our world right now. You know what they are. Lots of themes that uh, swim in the spaces of our interconnections and the ways that entanglements and enmeshments and uh, kind of false individualism and lack of remembering of connection, all these ways have shaped our environment, have shaped our relationships. This is a very deep new moon and it's a new moon that I think a lot of people will be experiencing a lot of feelings with. And in your chart, the feeling of this new moon is a very clear decision. It is a decisive moment in the initiation. It is a recognition that 
it is not the same as it used to be, so it doesn't need to be the same again. You have gone through some kind of process of transformation. You have learned some lessons. You have understood some things. It doesn't need to be the same again. And whatever that means for you, I don't know. This is just a feeling that I'm getting. So take what works, leave the rest. But my sense is, is that you'll, you'll have the opportunity to recognize choice. And you'll have the opportunity to move in a direction that is about a particular kind of sovereignty. Sovereignty does not mean disconnection. It does not mean lack of accountability. In fact, it means deeper responsibility, right? Deeper capacity for you to be in choice, to feel your own agency, to move in directions that actually serve your vital force. This is a new moon that marks a very significant new beginning. And over the next couple of years, uh, it really feels to me that you are gathering more and more momentum and fortitude and resilience and personal power and strength. A lot of that can come through and integrate for you um, with this kind of recognition of what you have been through and the fact that now you don't need to do it again or you know what is possible and you know what your choices are or something like this. Um, the day before this new moon, on July 16th, Jules Esquinka will be joining us from Mexico City, zooming in for Embodied Astrology's first bilingual uh, workshop. I'm really excited about that. Feels like new growth over here as well. Um, Jules is offering us an introduction to the Mayan goddess of fertility, Ixchel. And Ixchel is very much... Uh, resonant with the uh, Cancerian archetype from uh, what I understand or what I'm learning about her. And particularly in the way that Cancerian archetype uh, works through lineages and histories. And as we understand the archetype of cancer, we understand that life creates life and that as individual lives uh emerge and then dissolve, right? We come into form, we move out of form. There are threads of connection that exist across the generations and through our collective bodies. And so again, this is a workshop that asks us to tune in to interconnections. And Jules is inviting us uh, to tune in with these interconnections in a very delightful way, um, learning about Ixchel, learning about some of the lunar deities, lunar influences uh, in the astrological language. And then also by learning about our own moon placements and writing love songs to our moons, to our lunar energies. You are ruled by the moon, Cancer. This is an opportunity for you to really feed your inner body, to take care of yourself in a very deep way, and to take care of yourself with the support and the holding of this powerful mother goddess that helps us to feel into our own courage and tenacity and strength as we weather and navigate the challenges of this lifetime, which are significant. 
So during this new moon, in whatever way it makes sense to you, please, again, ground in your own sovereignty, in your feelings of interconnection that support you in the emergence of this life, this being who you are. This is a new moon in your sign. This is a new beginning. This is a space of uh, new seeds being planted in your body new forms coming through. This is a new moon that coincides with the shift of the eclipse points, the nodal axis, into the cardinal cross, into Aries and Libra, enlivening the vertical axis of your chart, pushing you forward on your growth momentum. Very powerful new moon to tune in with all that holds and supports and sustains you and your own courage, your own willingness to become to claim your own belonging, and to fill this space with whatever wants to emerge and grow through you. All of the Embodied Astrology workshops are available by recording if you can't attend live. And throughout the course of cancer season and all seasons, uh, in, until something changes, but for now, every Monday from 8 to 9.30, I also lead a by-donation drop-in space. Um, it's included in many of the Embodied Astrology memberships as well. It's called the Somatic Space. We're on Zoom. Um, and in this space, we work with the current astrological energy and what's coming up in the week ahead. And through guided visualization and meditation and uh, self-touch and some gentle exploratory movement, we prepare our bodies for the celestial weather. We do the work of uniting mind, heart, body, spirit, environment. My experience with these classes is that they do indeed prepare me. And over the course of the last four months or so that they've been going on, uh, I've felt a very remarkable shift in my own presence and my own energy. And I want to invite you to come and join us for cancer season, uh, especially around the new moon and the full moon. If any of this kind of inner body work or subtle uh, space holding work feels like something that would be supportive for you right now. And I want to say that it's in these kinds of spaces of interconnection, um, in the giving and the receiving of information, whether we're showing up on Zoom or you're going to tea with your best friend or something like that. Just in these moments of, of relationship, I think that uh, we have the opportunity to remember how much support there is. So I certainly hope to see you at any of the EA events. Um, you can find more information on all of them at embodiedastrology.com. And the last thing that I'll say is that the last few days of cancer season are really fucking powerful in your chart. And we are moving into a pretty big uh, energetic shift as Venus stations retrograde on the first day of Leo season. And I'll be back next month to talk to you more about that. But this is a very powerful time for you to get really grounded in your own source, to resource through your body, through your felt sense, through your access to your own spirit, your intention, your attention. And then in whatever material, practical, tangible, and relational ways you can, because you are up to something, Cancer, and I don't know what it is, but I'm excited for you. And I think that you are very, very supported, especially when you have access to the source 
of your own power and the source of your own uh, strength. And you can get that, you can find that through practice, right? Through remembering, through resourcing. And that is very, very much the theme. That is the vibe this cancer season. Embodied astrology is so much more than horoscopes. We are a large community of people from all over the world who want to talk about astrology in non-traditional ways. We like to play with it, experiment. A lot of the EA work is done through testimony, sharing stories, just connecting and collecting what astrology can be. If this work resonates for you, I hope that you will check out all that we offer. Uh, I've mentioned several workshops so far. We have another series coming up in Leo season with Gabs Tosi. This is a four-part series uh, where we'll explore the cardinal angles of our charts. That's the ascendant, your rising sign, as well as your descendant, uh, and then what's called the vertex and the nadir, or the midheaven and the imam koeli. And these points in the chart are just as important as your planets. They have so much to do with your personality and with the structural layout of your chart. And Gabs is going to lead us in a process of self-portraiture, creative experimentation and exploration to get to know the cardinal points, self in four directions. This is a great opportunity to get some fabulous new pictures of yourself and also to learn a lot about your own beingness and your own needs, uh, as can be I think really articulated so beautifully through astrology, through art, through creativity. Um, and that's a big theme next month. I'll tell you more about it in Leo season, but it's certainly starting to sprout up in cancer season. Cancer, I'm wishing you all the best in all the ways. Happy birthday, happy new solar year. Sending lots of love. Bye for now. Embodied Astrology has so much other stuff going on, and our podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. In our memberships, we also offer a variety of transformational, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers, weekly Embodied Astrology movement and meditation classes, a monthly conversation and tea time sharing space, study groups, and more. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and follow us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or make a one-time donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening.